Hi there, I'm Cass Stoffel and you are listening to Empowered Marketing Unleashed. I believe that marketing and growing a business is easy and I am here to show you the simple steps. We'll cover everything from marketing channels and crafting compelling content to designing irresistible offers and nailing your pricing. Plus, we'll delve into the mindset and strategies you need to elevate your business and have expert interviews with entrepreneurs who are leading the way. I'll share the kind of knowledge that transforms businesses from invisible to unstoppable. So my friend, are you ready to get started? Let's empower your marketing. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Thanks for joining me today on the next episode of our podcast. I'm really excited today because I have someone really special to share with you. I have a lady who is an amazing entrepreneur, an amazing person who is going to teach us about bringing vision boarding to life in our businesses. But this is Julie Jones from Ocean Flow. Julie's been a friend of mine for a few years now. Julie and I actually met in a mastermind a few years ago, and it's been great to get to know Julie and see her progression over the years. So I'm bringing Julie in today to tell us all about vision boarding and how in 2024 we can bring this into our business. So Julie, welcome. Thanks so much, Kaz. It's wonderful to be here. So Julie, to start us off, can you tell us why you got into vision boarding and how this benefits yourself and your business? Absolutely. Uh, I guess from my corporate background, I, I've spent many years in the corporate zone um, working with you know, objectives, KPIs, all of the kind of very structured, very focused business things that really left me a bit cold, to be honest. Um, I found as an entrepreneur starting my own business, looking for things to inspire me and keep me focused on growing my business rather than just the kind of the doing work that we do. Um, we spend a lot of time helping others. I know that for most of your audience, you know, we're in this, these caring professions where we're supporting others and we are doing that in a way that it's wonderful, it's fabulous, but it also stops us focusing in on our own business. And we're, we're so busy looking after others that we find it really hard to focus in on our own business and looking at visioning where our business might go, how we can grow our business. So that's been a real passion for me. And I found that in my own business, vision boarding helps me to stay really connected to my goals throughout the whole year. And that's ultimately what we want to do. We want to make progress towards our own business, not just helping others. That's so true because if we're not planning for progress, then we start treading water in our business. We're not hitting goals and we're not moving forward. And, you know, a really interesting side note is Julie and I came from a very, very similar background back in the days when I was in corporate marketing and I was at McDonald's head office. Julie was actually at Master Foods. We came from a really similar background. And I think as great as the learnings are from that background, it is a very corporate space. It's a very KPI-driven space. And I think after coming out of that, we really need to find a way to do something that's more fulfilling for ourselves and our soul. So I think this is, you know, how a lot of us transition from corporate into being an entrepreneur. So Julie, tell me, from your point of view, what is vision boarding? It's not just sticking pretty pictures on a corkboard, is it? No, it's not. It looks like a collage to some people. But for most of us, around 80% of us, I think, are visual learners, kinesthetic learners. We like to see the visual tactile stuff that helps us to, to, again, connect with things that are important to us. And a vision board should really be something that you, you look at every day and you go, wow, if I can create that, what an amazing future. 
And for me, I do update my vision board every year. Um, and there will definitely be common elements that you carry through each year, but the vision board should be something that helps you to visualize those goals and dreams that you've set for the year ahead or for whatever period of time you've chosen. And it brings them to life. It makes it almost like you can reach out and touch it. That's, that's the goal here is to make sure that the vision board inspires you every single time you look at it to go, Oh yeah, I need to do something on that bit today. That's the one I'm working on here. Um, you can break it down and chunk it down into months, even if you wanted to. For me, I actually organize my board in what I call my key life areas. And that helps me to stay focused on the things that are really important in the year. There could be things like uh, intentions as well as goals on that board. But each element should be meaningful to you. It should really reflect mm -hmm. the intentions, the, the goals that you have in your business. Um, I actually do take mine further. It's further. This is more than just about business goals. It's about life. It's about recreating the life that I want. And as entrepreneurs, we often get stuck with the, you know, pushy, grindy stuff again of just achieving what we can in our business day to day. I want mine to be much bigger than that. I want to make sure that I'm creating the life that I want to achieve. And that's about ensuring that our, our goals and mm -hmm. dreams for the year cover every aspect of life. It's about really bringing to life those dreams and goals that, that are going to be meaningful to you. That's so important. And I think you make a really important point there because it all comes back to life by design. You have to design the life that you want. It doesn't happen by chance. We need to really be thinking and dreaming and envisioning what we want this life to be because otherwise it doesn't happen. You said before that there's some common elements that seem to come through on your vision boards year after year. Can you give us an example of a couple of those? Sure. Um, for me as um, a female entrepreneur, I find that I really struggle to put myself first first often and I know lots of, of you guys do too um, the idea of self-care and care of those base needs whilst we're going after the exciting goals in our business that's a common theme for me as you know my history has I've been sick twice very seriously ill and that's part of the reason I left corporate was because I couldn't find the right balance so by by ensuring that this is a key part of my goals for the year ahead for it's on my vision board it's all about taking care of myself that again constantly gives me that reminder yes. so true and i think so many people in our world um, particularly female entrepreneurs get to the point of burnout mm -hmm. because we don't prioritize ourselves and our health and our self-care so i think your way of putting this on the vision board is a really great way of making sure we constantly remind ourselves to prioritise it because it's really important. So it's, apart from things like that, you know, and, and our self-care, what else should we be putting on a vision board? It's going to be really individual for each person. So um, I work with a range of key mm -hmm. life areas and I explore those each year and focus in on the ones that are meaningful to me at the time. So I do have my business goals and vision. Um, but I also have, say, for instance, my, my scuba diving. I want to be diving. I, my goal is at least 100 dives a year. So helping you to create that connection again that says, okay, this week I need to go diving or this week I need to go for a walk or, you know, do something for myself to help me feel good. That can be something that you add to your board as well. It could also be if you're passionate around family. Absolutely. You know, some really great focus around that area. It could be professional development. It could be education. Mm. 
there could be multiple areas that you could think about that you want to add to your board. I think you've given us some really great ideas there because for some people, they haven't tried visioning boards before or some have tried them and not a lot came out of it. So can we have a chat about why you think vision boarding often fails and how we could do it differently so these things actually become our reality? Yeah, I guess it's like the uh, old uh, New Year um, kind of things that we do. We're going to join the gym or we're going to go every week. We're excited and do it at the beginning of the year, but we never stick to it. And like that situation, most of us, if we've done vision boards in the past, we'll we'll get really excited. We'll put together these beautiful images that we might think look pretty We've not given a lot of thought to why they're on the board. Then we might tuck the vision board in the back of the closet. We don't look at it. We don't connect with it. We're not using it every day, every week to help us. So a couple of big tips I'd give you straight away is put your vision board where you're going to see it last thing at night and first thing every morning. Mine sits at the foot of my bed and it is there when I wake up. I see it in the mornings. And at last thing at night, you know, there are certain images and words that, that sing to me. And you'll find different ones will call to you as you're walking past. And that's really important is having it in a place that's going to connect with you every day. Um, I also have an inspiration board, which is right here, right in front of me, above my computer screen in the office. And that's more my long-term vision, the inspiring things that I see in my future. Versus this very tight time framed, this is my vision board for the year. So you can make some distinctions. I also find mm-hmm. some people struggle to get started. They really struggle. They kind of go, oh, it's a bit too scary to try and tackle. If that's the case, if you can't set some mm-hmm. really clear objectives for the year, then maybe an inspiration board is the way to go. And it doesn't have to be big. So start small. Just start with one goal, visualizing mm-hmm. one goal, if that makes it easy for you. So they're the key things I would say is Mm. is not connecting with the board regularly all the time and making sure that you keep it bite-sized so it's not going to be too overwhelming. I think that's a really interesting point because something that came up for me while you were saying that was this idea of vision boarding and you said it was a tight timeline. I've never actually thought about it like that and I think a number of us might be mixing up the vision board and the inspiration board. I think a lot of what should be on the inspiration board is probably on our vision board. And and we haven't gotten that right. So, you know, for me, that's a light bulb moment, realizing that these things need to swap around. And um, and really, it's about activating what's on that vision board instead of a hope and pray board where we've stuck nice pictures that we hope come true one day. So it's a really different way of looking at it. And I think it's a really useful way that you're sharing with us today, which is great. So thinking about 2024, If someone is thinking about getting into vision boarding, Mm -hmm. what would you suggest as a starting point? And as you said, for some people, they've never done this before. It might feel really overwhelming. For a number of people, they might have done it before and they might be like me and they've got a beautiful board sitting right here with two years' worth of things and half of it hasn't happened yet. So (laughs) what tips have you got for us? Where should we start for 2024? Start to get some inspiration around you. You might find there are say, words that just pop up for you and you think, oh, I'm going to note that down. That could be something that will be meaningful for me for next year's vision board. Start to also maybe mind map. If you like mind mapping, I love these kind of visual tools again, but just start scribbling on a page. What are the key goals I might like to think about for next year? What are the key intentions I have? So 
start mapping it out. You know, is it more about next year I would really like it to be more about family or next year I really need to be focusing in on my business and creating growth? You might see images around, say, that you can start to collect. It might be, if you like, you can do an online vision board. You can actually do things through Pinterest um, or just just Google images. Sometimes I use actually sticky note. I just stuck on the board where I couldn't find the right image or the right word, and that's okay too. If you are keen to start your board, then I would recommend use blue tack. Don't stick them down permanently until you've really got a clear idea of what should be on your board. And blue tack's great because you can pull it off and reset it. Mm. Um, so think about those kind of basics. Don't grab a board that's too big. Start with a smaller one if you're struggling. Um, but just start. Just get moving with a few key words, thoughts, images. And it's so true because um, I think – having those images that really relate and really resonate are going to make the difference. And Julie, you'll probably laugh at this, but years ago when I was starting the naturopathic practice, I had this problem. I was doing my vision board and I couldn't find images that really resonated. I knew I wanted the the bricks and mortar practice and I wanted this reception area that had a big dispensary full of bottles and apothecary behind me. And what I ended up doing, I found an image of someone else's dispensary that I loved and I cut out a picture of myself and stuck it at the reception desk. <laughs> so I kind yeah. of collaged on top of my vision board. So I don't know if that broke the rules, but <laughs> it worked. It worked. The clinic came very, very quickly that year. Sorry, I would just say that's perfect and there are no rules. This is the thing with vision boarding is you can do whatever you want. It's your board. This is your dream, your vision. So make it yours. Make it really personal. And I think that's so true, you know, and what you want out of your vision board, what you want out of your life is completely different to what someone else wants. So you guys, when this goes live on the podcast, it'll be just in into the new year. And I know from working with my clients one-on-one in the last couple of months, things are hectic. And a lot of people are saying to me, I'm just hanging on for a break at this point. But I also know that you guys have very, very busy brains. And a few days into your break, your brain's going to go back to business and starting to thinking about 2024. So, you know, it's a great time to just let things come, let ideas come. And it's really interesting how when you're not consciously thinking about things, things can drop in for you. I've never been a person that had that word of the year, and I've seen a lot of people discussing it lately. What's your word for 2024? I've never been that person. And I was on a walk the other day, and this word popped into my head, and it said shine. And I was like, oh, okay. And I realized next year really is about that because, yes, my business is in a growth phase, but I'm also in a phase of dealing with some health challenges and different things. So all these different areas that word's coming through. So, Julie, that word's going to be front and centre on my board for next year. Beautiful. Yeah. So as we round out today, Julie, is there anything else you'd like to add? I would say just give it a go. Get started. What you'll find is that if you can connect your goals and your dreams to your vision board so that you've got some connection point there, it's going to be much easier for you to achieve those goals and to stay on track during the year. For those that have enjoyed this episode today, and I know so many of us love this area of goal setting and vision boarding, Julie has some amazing workshops coming up in January. So I'll link to those in the show notes. And if you want to find out more about what Julie does or how you could work with Julie, follow the link in the show notes to find out more. But Julie, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a really inspiring session. And I know that I'm excited to get into 2024 and get moving on this. And I'm sure I'm not going to be the only one. So thank you so much for being here today. 
Thanks for having me, Kaz. And yeah, enjoy the year ahead, guys. Enjoy creating a great vision board. We will. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us today. And I'll see you on the next episode of Soulful Entrepreneurs Unleashed. Thanks for listening to Empowered Marketing Unleashed with me, Cass Duffhill. If you would like to get a hold of my free guide to content that connects, go to cassdonfield.com backslash connect and let's get you creating marketing that works. Thanks for being here. See you on the next episode.